Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, you can bring your green hat. It's cool. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Kevin Goatee, gutting the sacred cow. It's time. Brand new episode and we're on a musical kick. Guess what? Bucky Isotope says singing in the rain stinks. Well, you know my thoughts on musicals. Does this one actually make me turn the corner? I don't know. You're going to find out. I got Dennis DeClaudio to come back. Remember him? He sat in on why Private Ryan is overrated. He lost that battle. Thanks again for being a part of this weekly fun-filled bash. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family. Tell whomever. We appreciate that. And again, thanks a lot for making me a part of your week every week for an hour. Let's see if a Bucky Isotope can just, you know, shut down yet another musical on this fine podcast. Gather around, here's what I know. It's just that this cow has got to go. What are you saying? That I can dodge bullets? I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to. Dennis DeClaudio, guest host. Hello, sir. Good to see you again. Hey, so nice to see you again, Kev. I had such a good time on the on the podcast last time. I was thrilled to get invited back. And here you are. Can you name that quote? Oh, yeah, I can. It's from... Uh... Oh, wait. Well, I could when you said it. Now I'm in, in a different... What was the last, the last part of it? 
I'll give you it all over again. What are you saying? That I can dodge bullets? I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to. No, it's the Matrix. Very good. Very yes, good. Dennis and Claudio. And tonight, friends, we've got a first-time guest tonight. Bucky Isotope joins the crew. Bucky, good evening, sir. How goes it? It's going great. How about you guys? Well, sir. Well. Very good. Don't nice call to me meet sir, you. sir, by Bucky. the way. That sounds really uncomfortable. <laughs> Will do. Bucky has chosen a film that I have never seen. This is a genre I absolutely detest. This film, Singing in the Rain, a 1952 uh, release date, budget at the time, two and a half million. Box Office Hall, 7.2 million. Turn that into 2023 money. $28.9 million budget, $83.4 million gross. Four times ROI, pretty much there, Dennis DeCladio. Not a not a bad uh, not a bad investment. No, no, but it was it really didn't do that well. Uh, it, it, when it, when it first came out, it was uh, kind of a, it was actually kind of a disappointment. It, it was only like years later that it that it, it 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 found its legacy and people and it made its money for real for, uh, for the most part. IMDB, gentlemen, is a scale one through ten with decimal points. Bucky, I go to you first. What do you think Singing in the Rain has scored on the old IMDB? People have lousy taste, so it's probably like a 9.5. Dennis DeCladio, what do you think it scored? 9.2. Oh. I'm pleasantly surprised. Rotten Tomatoes is a one through 100 scale. Dennis DeCladio, what did the critics give this film? 100%. Bucky Isotope, what do you think the critics have given Singing in the Rain? 94. We have someone who has guessed this film dead nuts on and is a both both showcase winner here. That person is Dennis DeCladio, 100% on the nose. Yeah, that I mean, is a is like rarity. A, well, this is like a uh, an AFI top, top 100 film. It may be an AFI top 20 film. Uh, it's universally beloved by critics. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, like it's it has it's in the pantheon of Hollywood. Sure, Dennis and Claudia, what do you think the audience gave the score? Same scale, one through one hundred. Eighty-five. Bucky Isotope. Ninety-two. Ninety-five. Ooh. Quotes. I was surprised that there are more than I was going to give it credit for, but I only took a couple. I left some meat on the bone for you fellas. Are you doing anything tonight? Well, I'm busy. I chuckled. And this was my favorite line of the film. I'm glad you turned up. We looked into every cake in town. That was, that's my favorite line too. I laughed. I thought that, that, that was funny. That was funny. How about you, Bucky Isotope? What quotes jumped out at you? I didn't think there was anything quotable about this movie in the slightest. Okay, Dennis DeCladio, what quotes jumped out at you? Well, you named my 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 favorite quote, but uh, also, I, actually, I, I can't think of another one off the top of my head. I, That's I all just, right. And I, I just exactly. rewatched it too, and I don't remember uh, uh, a quote. Five fun facts. 
Debbie Reynolds had been a gymnast, so she wasn't completely unfamiliar with physical movement requiring grace and stamina. Ever the trooper, she buckled down and rehearsed day and night until she could share a dance floor with Kelly and O'Connor without embarrassing herself. She was quite young, 19 years old during the time of the shoot. Gene Kelly, her love interest, 39. She said later on, the two hardest things I have ever done in my life are childbirth and singing in the rain. <laughs> yes, Gene Kelly had a fever, fun fact number two, when he filmed the singing in the rain number. Contrary to the legend, it wasn't shot all in one take or even all in one day. It lasted a couple of days. And at least on one of them, Kelly was sick with a fever of anywhere between 101 and 103, depending on who's telling the story. Whatever, whichever. I mean, it's still more anything above 93. I don't want to go to work. So, well, if you're above 90, 93, you're pretty much dead. Oh, wait, wait, 98. Okay, 98.6. I mean, you're you're that's hypothermia, right? Yeah, no, actually, I'm kind of a cold bastard. So, all right, you might want to, you might, you might have low irons. Time to go to a doctor there, Dennis. Number three, the last shot of the good morning number took. How many takes do you guys think? Last shot of the good morning number. How many takes? Bucky, let's go to you first. Two. Dennis. 80. 40. <laughs> 40 takes. We, almost like right in the middle. Like we kind of got. Uh, you, like, you, you did. Know, you like, did split yeah. the baby pretty much. It's the part where the three of them somersault over one couch and then tip one another over backwards before collapsing on it and laughing. Kelly was a demanding choreographer and director, and you'll notice that most of the dancing in the film is presented without a lot of editing. This number was particularly challenging. Reynolds said at the end of a 14-hour day shooting the scene, her feet were bleeding. Hmm. Number four, and you thought because you could legitimately break your neck doing doing those run-up-the-wall flips, the physical exertion required for this scene would have been demanding for anyone. And O'Connor, by his own admission, was focused smoking four packs of cigarettes a day. Jesus Christ. And the entire sequence had and after the entire sequence had been shot, he had to do it all over again because a technical error made the footage unusable. Oh my god. He was then he cigarettes or something else. <laughs> That'd be funny if he ran up the wall smoking cigarettes. I would give him even more props because that was amazing shit. He ended up needing a week's rest due to exhaustion and painful carpet burns. Oof. That doesn't sound like he was doing parkour. It sounds like he was doing sexual acts. Number five, Debbie Reynolds voice was dubbed too. Though Debbie Reynolds' character was supposedly recording the vocals to dub over Gene Hagen's character in the Would You montage, it's actually Betty Noyes, Noyes, whatever, I don't know, dubbing over Debbie with her much deeper singing tone. But but I believe that Hagen, at some, for at least a little bit of a line, it's Hagen uh, dubbing Betty, uh, Debbie Reynolds, dubbing Hagen. That's some pretty meta shit we have there, right, fellas? Yeah, I think so. Indeed. We're going to go right on over to Ask a Gutter. This is where you, the fans, get in on the fun to ask our guests why do they hate the film they have chosen. At Newark Night, Brandon Oglesby, to you, Bucky, are all musicals overrated or does Singing in the Rain just do everything wrong? 
That's a, a good leading question. Um, there are exactly two good musical things that I've seen in my life. One is an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that they did in the form of a musical. And uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Other than oh, that, tell me it's the Uncle Fucker song and I'll love you forever. I fell out of my chair in the theater laughing at that. That was incredible. Me too. I would, Unfortunately, I, Singing me, in the Rain has none of those characteristics. So I had assumed that'd be the case that you'd be saying. Uh, the next half of his question, what has a better plot, Singing in the Rain or The Sound of Music? The music has Nazis. Um, Singing in the Rain has 1920s silent film actors. They're actually, I don't feel like there's much of a plot in Singing in the Rain. It's a structure created solely for some relatively cool dance numbers, some iffy singing, and that's it. So I'm going to have to go with Sound of Music. Wow. Dennis DeClaudio, where do you weigh in on that? Uh, well, uh, I would say that World War II is a better subject matter. I mean, this... Uh, there's a, there was a lot. The, the storyline of Singing in the Rain, of uh, what's it called, uh, Sound of Music, is actually very interesting. Uh, it's the rest of the movie that sucks. Uh, but uh, so, but I still think that it has the better story than Singing in the Rain. I hated Sound of Music. I thought it dragged so hard. At Lord Snurts, Singing in the Rain question: Should musicals have more full frontal nudity? I guess that depends on who's appearing in them. Right. I mean, if we were to see, see Will Ferrell in a musical, I think that would definitely, you know, have that same effect as opening the Ark of Covenant in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Next question uh, at Joe Loves Kim. Can anyone really dance in a downpour without falling on their ass? Forget about swinging on a light pole. So that's his question. Well, actually, the dancing in this movie was one of the things that impressed me. And that scene, you know, the guy's stomping in puddles. He's bouncing around. You said it took multiple days to shoot. Mm -hmm. He didn't end up in the hospital. Um, I'll give him full credit for that one. That was good. At Glitter Squirrel, first time posting in the Ask a Gutter, it's a four-part. Have you heard any stories about the making of Singing in the Rain? If not, please disregard. <laughs> I haven't, Dennis. Yes, I've heard numerous. I mean, yeah, I know a bunch about the movie. But Besides uh, the obvious one of Gene Kelly being a complete asshole to Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I've, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot about this. But I, I know a lot about movies in this time period. I don't want to go into it right now. Fair enough. I mean, say that. Yeah. Say that for your argument. Yeah. Next part of her question: Do you sense fear in anyone's eyes? Well, apparently I should have sensed it in Debbie Reynolds' eyes based on what you just said, but uh, I didn't notice it at the time, no. Next question. Objective. Gene Kelly hotness rating 1 through 10. Objectively, I mean, he's got the little scar on his face. He's got the 50 slick back hair. Um, you know, he his coats are very ill-fitting in the movie, so I couldn't tell you how he's built. Looks like he's wearing puffy coats all the time, but um, I'll give him a 7. 7. Dennis, care to weigh in? Uh uh, he's an eight, but he made he's an eight that brings himself up to a nine with his dancing. Like he's got the moves, you know, like imagine somebody who like, you know, has you know, they, they look a certain way, but then they 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 have that little bit of uh swagger, Je ne sais quoi? That, that Mick, oh. yeah, that kind of like Jaggerism. Like he's certainly like the Mick Jagger before Mick Jagger. He did moves amazingly. So he could go up to a nine. Wow, you guys are uh 
little uh, fawning over Gene Kelly. There you have it. That, I believe, is going to close Ask a Gutter. And yes, it does. So that closes Ask a Gutter. The Lord Snurts score predictions will be coming up as the gentlemen give their arguments. And I don't know if you knew this or not, Bucky Isotope, but no one listens to the end of podcast, which is why we do our plugs at the beginning. Bucky Isotope, what are you up to? Where can we find you? What are you doing? I'm on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, um, and all the associated social media platforms. But really, I don't do anything. I'm just an idiot online. So I've got a, a SoundCloud out there. If anybody's super interested in that sort of thing, I know amateur music's a big thing on the internet. So uh, you can what kind of music? X. Pardon? What kind? What kind of music? Um, mostly hard rock and metal stuff. Yeah. Dennis yeah. to Claudio, what are you up to, pal? Share uh, share the world's your riches that you're bestowing upon them. Uh, at the moment, I don't really have anything to plug. I'm oh, I'm here just for a good time. I'm I I don't need <laughs> nothing but a good time, uh, and that's what I'm here for right now. Uh, I have I will have some things to plug eventually if I'm ever back on the show again. But uh, at the time, as of now, uh, I'm free. I'm just for you. Well, as Brett Michaels also saying, and it don't get better than this. KevinGoatee.com at KevinGoatee, G-O-O-T-E-E, GTSC podcast on Twitter, Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and eventually Blue Sky because I have an invite laying around and I'm too goddamn lazy to finally get that going because what do we need more? Another social media app? (sighs) I probably missed the boat on already. And of course, at guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com if you want to say hi or to advertise with us. So, Dennis and Claudio, let's see if uh, Bucky Isotope can just sashay on in the rain and just take the living tits out of singing in the rain. Let's go. I can't, I can't wait to hear. Let's see if he can indeed gut the sacred cow. All right, buddy. First thing is, I'm hopeful everybody in this movie is dead, except I think Rita Moreno might not be. So other than that, I think I'm safe from any retribution, um, which is a positive thing. So because I really didn't like this. Um, You know, you talked about AFI ratings earlier. This is the fifth rated movie of all time, right? Number Mm -hmm. five. To me, a movie that high on the list has got to be timeless. It's got to go through eras and still be as good today as it was 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 70 years ago, however long it's been, 71. Um, And this doesn't cut it. I mean, this movie has got some things in it you look at today and they just make you cringe. I mean, the introduction between Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds' characters is basically sexual assault. He corners her in a car, shoves her, threatens to kiss her, threatens to grab her. She's shying away that's not timeless that's not good stuff that that hasn't aged well at all it it probably wasn't good then it's definitely not good now so that kind of thing has just got to go and when you set the tenor of the whole film based on that what kind of relationship are you building there i mean um you know misogyny there's tons of misogyny in this the women are all secondary characters they exist solely for the purpose of entertaining gene kelly um there's nothing i mean debbie reynolds is great i'll give her that awesome performance in this movie singing dancing although from what i heard not all the singing serves but acting great stuff everybody else not so great um the parkour guy the parkour guy was good too mm. but the women exist solely in this film to uh for the pleasure of the men and you, you can't do that um the acting ham 
I mean, just over the top. And maybe that's an intentional choice some of them made. I mean, the piano parkour guy, great. That's his character. I get it. Other people, I mean, Jim Kelly, Gene Kelly was pretty him. Jim Kelly, yeah, the Buffalo Bills quarterback started this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was fantastic. He was, four, four, oh, and four in the Super Bowl. And then the first one, of course, to my New York football giants. So there we have it. And uh, two to the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> um, so the acting was not good. I mean, very over the top ham stuff. Um, the bad guy, of course, is a woman. Very cliche, the squeaky voice and everything. I mean, come on. It's just it's not cutting it for me top to bottom. It's it's um, the musical numbers that are the highlight of this are kind of nonsensical. Um, you know, the singing in the rain, the, the choreography, again, is good. But the actual music, eh, I could, I could live without it. Um, take out the dancing and those songs are all pretty boring. Um, the good morning song is okay. Everything else is very unmemorable. The whole, I don't know what it was, the, the imaginary psychedelic scene um, where, you know, everybody's in his imagination when he talks to the people, um, not good at all. Didn't make any sense. The special mm -hmm. effects, if you want to call them that, I guess they're good for their time. I mean, they did some camera tricks and, and showed things, you know, him zooming in and zooming out in front of people, um, different backdrops, things like that. It looked mm. better than the CGI in some DC movies, so I'll give them that. But <laughs> it was not uh, not good on the whole. So those are my primary objections. So musicals are inherently not particularly entertaining to me and to many other people, as I found out. I watched this movie with my 17-year-old daughter, um, thinking she would have a very different perspective than me. Um, she hated it just as much for all the same reasons. Did not enjoy it at all. Um, of course, her musical tastes are suspect. She likes Taylor Swift. But other than <laughs> um, you know, I, I got a pretty consistent review from everybody I talked to who's seen it. Now, a lot of people haven't seen it. Um, like you, it's just not something they've ever been interested in or wanted to see. So um, this was my first time watching it all the way through. I'd seen you know, parts of it on cable TV here and there. Obviously, I've seen the dancing number of Singing in the Rain. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know the Good Morning song came from this movie. So there's obviously no strong connection between the movie and that song. I know that song from NFL Network commercials, I think, is, is where I've heard it the most. So, um, you know, I, I didn't enjoy it at all. We can talk more in detail about that, but I'm sure I'm going to stop there and see what Dennis has to say. Fantastic. Bucky, give me a one to 10 score on this, please. I'm going to give it a four for the dancing. Four. All right. Dennis to Claudio, you get to step up next in the uh, on the face-off circle here. Okay. Uh, well, let me just start off by kind of making a weird tangent and saying that uh, I'm, I, am, uh, I am a fan of musicals. Uh, that's not my tangent. But I'm also a big fan of horror films. And uh, one of the things that those two films, that those movies have in common is uh, that they are uh, they're seen they're sequence oriented they're specific things that make the movie and then there's a lot of like filler in between them in all those genres traditionally there has, hasn't been a ton of uh, of effort that has been put into the dialogue stuff parts of those movies. So I tend to look at musicals the way I look at horror movies in like, what are the reasons to watch it? Not as opposed to what are the things that are like messed up in between, but the reasons like the sequences to watch, like singing in the rain sequence where he's, where he's dancing in the rain is obviously just classic. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, it's, it's amazing. 
it's an amazing sequence. I mean, you might not, you, we, a lot of us have gotten so used to it and we're, we're so used to uh, everything that has been influenced by it and how far, uh, you know, like how much more we can do with cameras and with sets and stuff now than we used to be able to. But at the time, that was a gorgeous, amazing scene. Uh, more, the, but my favorite scene in the movie is actually the uh, the scene where they're dancing in the in the speech guy's office, uh, the diction coach. Right. And they're singing um, Moses supposes his toes were roses. That's like an the 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 level of of skill that is required to do the things that they do with the ease that they do them and just the 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 the, the simple flow like we know this is what I'm talking about with like Gene Kelly his like he just moves like kind of like a liquid when he's dancing in a way that you don't see people move that way he's like that's analogous to like like watching like Michael Jordan uh go in for you know like a, a like make an amazing leap or I don't know whatever he you know something like that like something like gonna make or a, an Olympian like watching them do so pull off some amazing stunt uh so what he was doing was amazing those sequences uh, by themselves are just are are brilliant and and the, the parkour guy uh O'Connor I yeah. bet he has a name yeah. just... <laughs> does have a name yeah yeah uh I actually, uh, I actually, well, I will say that I, I, I love this movie. I, I love this movie. I have loved this movie before I, I saw, uh, I mean, uh, for a while, but then I, I started showing episodes, uh, this, this, when my son was, uh, uh, was a kid, I started showing him like, uh, clips from it, like just the musical sequences. And, uh, the first time I ever heard him laugh, like laugh out loud was during that, uh, make him laugh part. Like he just, it was like I I had like I did like a like a, like a, almost like a like a double take because he like I'd never heard him just like burst into uh into laughter like that. And when like my that, son was a kid, I showed him uh, Reservoir Dogs. Was that a mistake? No, I, no, I, I showed him <laughs> good my, goddamn I, film. But as long as he's not seven years old when he's showing that, because he's gonna have a very you're gonna get a weird call from the principal saying your son was singing "Stuck in the Middle of You" and pretending to cut a classmate's ear off. I, I showed. I showed my son the thing at four, so oh, I boy. have. Oh, he right. gets a he he has he has a wide diet of uh, of media. Uh, anyway, I love this movie. Oh, so my son. Uh, oh yeah. So what I already said he, it 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 was it is timeless in that sense. Like it, it's still like I, I played it for him today while I was rewatching it. I made him watch the same scene and he didn't remember it and he started laughing at it again. He's nine now. Uh, because I do think that those scenes are amazing. And I think that those are the scenes that make the movie. And I think that to like look at the other stuff and like quibble over uh, bits of like what is what, like how society has changed since, since the last time or whether these people are overacting or not, just misses the, the complete reason to watch it. The, the reason for its existence. The reasons right. for its existence were those sequences. And they're amazing. So I, I, I love it. Give me a one to ten. ten. You said ten? It's ten. Yeah, it's a ten. It's wow. A ten. Wow. We've got two polar ends of the spectrum here. I love it's it. 
It's a brill. I think it's a brilliant movie. Um, I, I'm with you that you know the dancing and singing scenes are by far the best parts of the movie. If everything else is just a structure to get there, well, then edit everything else out and just give me the musical scenes, right? Because everything else didn't cut it. Fair. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. These notes brought to you by guttingthesacredcow.com. Grab yourself a cool hat, a cool mug, a kick-ass shirt, and why not cell phone holders? We can have everything on there. Just a nice way to support your favorite podcast, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com if you want to say hi and or advertise with us. And again, leave those five-star ratings, two or three sentence reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps the algorithm. And I love to share a screenshot of the reviews that tickle my funny bone or any bone for that matter. Notes. When was the last time you heard a man excitedly call out for a woman whose name is Zelda? F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, that was the one. That was the obvious one I was going to yeah. leave out there. Link. Was, I was thinking, I was thinking Link from Zelda. That's another one. Nothing like watching a woman faint when movie stars pull up to a premiere. I sure as hell didn't see anyone faint when uh, when Puck from Real World rolled up to the MTV VMAs years ago. Did you? <laughs> All of this singing and dancing is not my cup of tea, but I'll take this over some moderately overweight housewife mouthing the words to a Travis Scott song on TikTok. Harsh. <laughs> I forgot about that wacky 1920s accent everybody did. Hey, you, what's the big idea? Get your hands off my dame or I'll store your milkshake harder than a soda jerk at the five and dime. I hated that accent. I never understood how that came to be. I think we'll see Aaron Rodgers' Achilles fully heal before we see a black person in this movie. (laughs) 
Lena Lamont's voice is on the same page as dry anal rape, as well as Michelle Wolf's voice. Oh, wow. It's harsh, but factual. Gene Kelly climbs atop of that cable car to escape fans, and then Johnny Knox fills it right off that car next to him, right into the car of Debbie Reynolds. Okay, he could have gotten down, taken that cable car to the other side of town to avoid the uh, the crowd, but no, he decides to do a, a one and a half right into the uh, the passenger seat. Okay, I see what we're dealing with now. The close up of that guy in the theater in the film explaining how talking pictures work made me believe that dental floss and toothpaste were not yet invented. <laughs> His mouth looked like candy corn embedded into cotton candy. Yeah, that was a uh, that 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 always jumps out at me. Yeah, and they, know, they really like put his teeth really. Oh, them. we didn't we did not need that extreme close up like Wayne and Garth yeah. from Wayne's World. That was not needed. Right. You know, we need to bring back people getting caked in the faces. If you don't get a raise, cake your boss in the face. This is much more much more acceptable than bringing an M sixteen into your workplace. That's my two cents. This movie reminds me how show slash theater people are more annoying than an Uber driver yammering away on his Bluetooth for your entire ride. Did a young Jim Carrey just steal Donald O'Connor's make him laugh dance number and put that into five films? He did. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) There has been more talent showcased in the first 35 minutes of this film than the entire Police Academy franchise. Oh. <laughs> except, except, except Michael Winslow, who makes the sounds with his mouth. That man right. is a All genius right. and needs to be acknowledged as such. Okay. He could have been in this movie, and then there would have been a black guy in it. And added a whole new different layer to the uh to the talent and the dancing and singing. Yeah. Hey, but this is my this is my five-star observation. There's no one, repeat no one who weighs over 135 pounds in this movie, man or woman. Unless you count the fur coats, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It just shows how people in the 50s ate the cleanest of foods or smoked so much that they never ate. The line, and you're over Sweet 16 and that one song, I guarantee you Chris D'Elia just shot up in his seat and immediately grabbed his car keys. (laughs) And Ted Nugent. Yeah. I just got a semi chuckle out of Bucky. I'm getting up the ladder. <laughs> let's let's re-raise. Everyone is dressed like Judge Schmales from Caddyshack in this film. There we go. That's it. I knew I'd get them over the top. At least the songs in this film have a purpose, unlike that shitbox hearse known as the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wow. That one. Yeah. That movie is a fucking giant squid abortion. We did on this podcast. I never saw it. I gave it half a point. Only reason why Susan Sarandon's boobs. Phenomenal. All the tongue twisters. I'm surprised that none of them were dirty tongue twisters. Maybe I'll try that the next time I go down to my wife to try and spice things up. Hey, I would love to see this movie in a theater filled with black people because I guarantee the running commentary would be top notch. Don and Cosmo show up to that diction lesson that Dennis alluded to. Uh, wearing, let me check my notes, tap shoes. Who shows up to addiction lesson wearing fucking tap shoes? I would boot their ass out because the last thing I want is a song and dance breaking out in my presence unwanted, especially 
on the subways of New York City. That gets annoying fast. The Moses supposes number is the epitome of white people fuckery. (laughs) Broke you too, Dennis. Did every movie director before 1972 wear a jerk off train conductor hat? Or was this some okay. kind of or was this some kind of stereotype perpetrated by Hollywood? Bucky, right. you're about to say something. No, he did have that when he was cranking the little camera and everything. Right. The guy to him, yeah. But did everyone in those in those in those the directors of that time period wear that same hat? I need to know that because every film you watch of that era has those directors wearing that hat. I want to know this is some kind of like running gag or has this actually happened? I, I, oh, no, no, go ahead, no, no, go ahead, Dennis. I thought you were really asking. I'm sorry. Uh, there, but there was, yeah, there was one director who did that, and then he was like got really famous for it. And uh, movies like this, when they would show directors to kind of be funny, they would just do that to make it look like them. And then that just kind of became the idea of what they of what directors look like. So, got it. Sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. I, I asked for you to do that, so please, not interrupting at all. This is quite a very loose plot, but you can't fault that because it's a musical. They're murdering it on the song and dance numbers. And I talk about this with comedies on this podcast. I don't care how loose of the flimsy the plot is of a comedy. I just want joke, 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 joke. This is giving you dance, 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 musical, musical, musical. And that's what you want. That's quality musical numbers, i.e. there are bad musicals like Grease. Like Reiki Horror Picture Show, like Sound of Music. Next one. So let me get this straight, fellas. Gene Kelly, Debbie Reynolds, Donald O'Connor. They just got their asses handed to them with negative reviews in the newspaper. So what do they do? They congregate at someone's house at 1.30 in the morning, and they're eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and drinking, hold on, milk. Does anyone ever get fucked up in this film? I know I'd be having a fifth of bourbon right then and there if I got my ass handed to me with 18 negative reviews in this podcast. No one's knocking and down. How, a how pe- do you sing with a mouthful of peanut butter, by the way? Right? Perfect. Perfect observation. No one's knocking down cocktails or maybe a joint or even heroin. That doesn't happen. It's amazing they nail these dance numbers in continuous fashion with hardly any edits. Uh, credit where credit is due. The singing in the rain dance number is breathtaking and should be taught in every film as well as dance class. Not a musical fan by any stretch, but friends, that has to be the top of the mountain. If so, if something's better, please let me know in the comments or tweet at us at GTSC podcast. Can you imagine you run into someone dancing in the streets in a full monsoon and then finding out they're not on PCP? How many takes did it take for him to be singing and virtually waterboarded at the same time? He probably made less for this movie than Alex Rodriguez did on striking out in three pitches in one postseason at bat. As a Yankee fan, yeah, I know. I hate the Yankees. So who's your, I, I who's, who's your team? Oh God, don't ask. Royals. The Roy- Why do you? Oh, that's right, because we beat you in the, in the seventies. I forgot about that. Yeah. The pageantry in this film is off the charts. Again, credit where credit is due. And that one scene, I have not seen that much coin flipping since Two-Face and Batman Forever. Enough, guys. We got the point. You're gangsters. You're, you're, you're tough guys. Yeah. I've seen more intrinsic plots in Friday the 13th, The Price is Right, and porno films. But 
Bucky's chuckling. Laughter out loud is better than holding in that laugh, pal. Let it out. Sorry, sorry. Imagine we combine all three of those elements, Dennis. Uh, Drew Carey is fucking one of the models next to the big wheel, slits her throat, and then holds her head as he spins the big wheel into her face. That is something that would be a nice hybrid of three. No? I like the look on Dennis's face. I know most people can't see it, but it it sums it up nicely. Abject horror (laughs) and disgust. Got it. I'm thinking I might watch that. I don't know. Depends on who, who directed it. I think I think that uh, that Sam Raimi could 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 film the shit out of that scene. Robert Rodriguez, Party of One. Do you think those characters in all these movies, these musical movies, would say enough singing? Let's just fuck already. My initial guess when Lamont was lip syncing was they would stop short while she sang. I was only slightly off when they decided to yank the curtain up behind her. It's no secret, as I said before, I hate musicals. I hate them. I avoid them at all costs. I avoided seeing, again, Grease, Sound of Music, Rocky Horror until this very podcast when people forced me to watch this. The friend of the show, Dave Quist, told me singing in the rain is the only musical that I can tolerate. And he could not be more right. This film is aesthetically, aesthetically perfect. The color pops. The songs are not annoying. The plot line and dialogue aren't annoying. There are a few quips in here that made me chuckle. It's very Marx Brothers-esque. I didn't hate this film. I came in all ready to go. There we go again. Another musical. They're going to sing the dialogue. Jazz hands it up. It's going to annoy the shit out of me. I like this way more, way more than I thought I would. This is easily the best musical I have ever seen. Uh, But no, I am not watching this film again. It does not pass the remote test. Bucky, Dennis, the remote test. If at any point you were flipping around on cable like us old people still have and you catch it at any juncture in the in the film, do you drop the remote and continue watching? No, I do not. This movie is a six out of 10 for me. But if you are a musical person is a 10 out of 10 without this has to be the top musical of all time. It has to be. But for me, six out of 10, I was shocked how much I said, you know what? Not that bad. Not that bad. Six out of 10. Let's see what Lord Snurts guessed for all of us. Lord Snurts Productions, ready. Predictions, excuse me. Dennis, he thought you would give this a six. Bucky, he thought you would give this a four. He thought I would have a two and a half. So again, Bucky, you gave it a, I'm sorry, you gave it a four, right? Good. He was on. Spot on. Dennis, he said six. You gave it a 10. And he thought I would take a Two and a half. Lord Snurts, this is the first time that you are way off on me. First time in forever. So those are the scores. Let's see what the uh, the blowhard critics have to say in critics. Five star reviews. It has been hailed as the greatest American musical ever made. It's certainly one of the most fun. A knockabout reimagining of the transition from silent to sound movies. Lousy history, but a blast of singing, dancing, romance, energy, and color. Oh, one thing, Bucky, I forgot to uh, harken back to. You were talking about at the time. I I don't ever fault movies at the time that they were shot. For You said before all the stuff that they were doing. I refuse to bury a film at the the time it was was done. A lot of things are not going to fly in today's times, but you cannot punish a film that's 71 years old for what was acceptable at the time. Imho, in my opinion. This is a movie of a bygone era, an era where an audience can be impressed by the sheer happiness of a story and moved by the footwork of a master. 
To put it bluntly, this is one of the funniest films ever made. Now, this person is an asshole because if you're going to try and tell me that this is as funny as some of the funniest films like ah, Naked Gun, Airplane, Caddyshack, Animal House, I don't know, Borat, American Pie, Back to School, I'm going to call you a goddamn liar to your face. Last one. Singing in the Rain makes you feel transported to Hollywood of the 1920s through beautiful production uh, designing the highlighting of the beauty of an era of black and white film with vibrant colors that feel fitting of that period. This review has no punctuation is one large run on sentence. Yuck. You know what that reminds me of though is I swore before I watched it this movie was in black and white. In my head this was a black and white movie. And then I was thinking is this Turner classic movies colorization that I'm watching? But no. This is, this is how they did it. I was really wrong. Just like Montel Jordan saying this is how we do it. Critics one star reviews there are none this is a perfect film as we said before uh i i there was another film i just can't recall which of them had zero one star reviews from critics amazon five star reviews sometimes we like to put a movie on at this let me start over sometimes we like to put a movie on like this at bedtime when we want when we want something in the background to help us both fall asleep we just set the timer on our TV for about one and a half hours, and a nice movie like this playing in the background helps us to fall asleep. Signed, Sid and Nancy Vicious. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Next one. Muy uh, buena película, buena calidad en la imanan. My Spanish accent is terrible. All these fil- five-star reviews all were the same. This film is great. It's grandiose, blah, blah, blah. There wasn't anything here ironic. Or, sorry, ironic. Unique, excuse me. So that's why we're cutting Amazon five-star reviews short. Right on to Amazon one-star reviews. This is the good stuff. Ready for the first one? Good. (sighs) Next one. I did not order this, and I went into my Amazon account and canceled it, and it's back (laughs) on. Yeah. Always cracks me up, too. And it's back on my orders like I ordered it again. This is one of my favorite movies. Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds and Donald O'Connor are spectacular. Story is easy to follow, and the music is really good. Signed, Bizarro Superman. (laughs) For a one-star rating? That's a hell of a one-star rating. Last one. It had no plot and no point. Very sexist. Signed, Sean Connery. Oh, ouch. And of course, we're going to finish up with our newest favorite segment real fast. Who's funnier, ChatGPT or KG? Me, me. So I asked ChatGPT to write a few jokes about singing in the rain. And uh, well, you judge for yourself. Why did the umbrella apply for the role in singing in the rain? It wanted a chance to shine and steal the show. Awesome. What do you call it when a weather reporter becomes a Broadway star? Singing in the rain. Why did the thunder and lightning start a dance troupe after watching Singing in the Rain? They wanted to make some electrifying moves. Folks, the Hollywood strike can't end soon enough. Chat GPT 0KG28. I will... I am the Harlem uh, Harlem Globetrotters against the, the Washington Generals. I shall not lose. 
That will do it for uh, ChatGPT and KG. Hey, Dennis Claudio, do you think Bucky Isotope got the sacred cow? Uh, I well, no. You can say no. It's okay. I can say. I mean, yeah, but I like you. <laughs> <laughs> this is like watching Lisa Simpson tear out Ralph Wiggum's heart in slow motion. <laughs> um, I'll like choo choo choose you. <laughs> Bucky, you did a hell of a job. I uh, I, I agree with Dennis. I'll get. I, I agree with the, the film. You know, it's it's. I don't like musicals, but man, th- this was a night. This was a big old twelve to six curveball in the dirt that I just swung over the top of because I had no idea that I'd be liking it as much. So I will agree that it is not a gutting. But, but appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks a bunch. Had fun. Guys, girls, thanks again for listening, watching, watching. That's not a word. Watching, gutting the sacred cow. We appreciate it. Tell all your friends and how awesome and funny this show is. We'll see you all next time. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.